The following podcast is a production of Commercial Investment Real Estate Magazine, the official publication of the CCIM Institute. For more on the latest trends, best practices, and continuing education in all areas of the industry, visit our website at ccm.com and sign up for our education e-newsletter. Support for Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast comes from Remax Commercial. Remax Commercial Global Network can help you adapt to changing markets, evolve with new technology, and maximize your investments across all property types. Go commercial with confidence. For more information, visit remaxcommercial.com. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast. I'm Gina Florzak, Manager of Content Strategy and Publications with the CCIM Institute. This episode, I spoke with Greg Fitzgerald, CCIM, founder of Tri-Oak Consulting Group. Fitzgerald jumped into commercial real estate brokerage in 2002 out of a strong desire to take charge of his professional destiny. He's author of the book, The Broker Success Formula, Mastering Eight Mindsets to Guarantee Your Success in the real estate brokerage business. In his book, Fitzgerald introduces eight key mindsets that when mastered will help you build a sustainable real estate sales business that constantly grows, gives you endless energy, opportunities, and freedom. Greg, thanks for joining us on Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast. Gina, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And a great opportunity. The subtitle to your book is Mastering Eight Mindsets to Guarantee Your Success in Real Estate. Without running through your whole list, what are two or three of these outlooks that would help folks looking to reach the next level in commercial real estate? Well, there's eight mindsets, so it's hard to pick two. But if I had to say two that are critically important, uh, the first mindset, coaching and learning based would be number one, and it is number one in the mindsets. It's always important to seek out mentors, coaches, so you can push and uh, get through to the next level. Inevitably, business and life is about pushing through ceilings. So having external coaches, mentors, reading books, and learning is definitely mindset number one that what I'd say is important. And then the other one that's really hard, and the school system doesn't necessarily teach you this, but embracing failure. And seeing when you hit a scene of complexity or achievement uh, as the raw material for actually getting to the next level. So transform failure and complexity into breakthroughs and just embracing that failure is a catalyst and showing you what you need to do to get to the next level. Those are the two most important mindsets that are never ending wherever you are in the cycle of your career and business and life. Continual improvement. I love that. Taking lessons learned and growing each day. It's a really great motto to live by. You talk in your book a lot about growth and energy, two aspects of success that you can't. How can commercial real estate folks stay focused on growth? And at the same time, how can professionals stay motivated? Well, kind of keying off of coaching and learning base, uh, definitely surround yourself with growth-oriented, ambitious people that have self-discipline. You know, you're kind of the total, it's been said many times, you're the total sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So 
uh, positive people with a positive attitude that are growth oriented and ambitious is really, really key. And then self-discipline is not something that people talk about, but that is really important. It's getting what you need to do done on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. And then that dovetails into actually paying attention to where you're making progress. You know, they also say perfection is kind of it gets in the way of progress. And it's more about what are you doing on a weekly, uh, daily, daily, weekly, and monthly basis to get where it is that you want to go and just keep paying attention to making progress. And then as long as you're learning every day, you're becoming a better version of yourself. Surrounding yourself with, with successful people, but also people that are there to support you. You know, it's really about um, helping to keep each other uh, supported and going, uh, moving forward, right? Yeah. And I mean, it's the same here about uh, Alabama football program when Bear Bryant and he's the players would come in and the first thing you'd tell them is, you know, call your friends, family, and uh, previous coaches and thank them because no one gets to the Alabama football program alone. And that's kind of life in general. So you can't do it all yourself. So it is surrounding yourself around those people. Building relationships is about communicating. As an author and a speaker, you need to communicate effectively. So what have you learned in your experience and uh, in, in your business that have helped you to reach people better? Well, number one, which doesn't seem like a communication skill, but is uh, understanding my own strengths and weaknesses and where I can help, uh, being in tune with what Dan Sullivan from the Strategic Coach calls your unique ability, um, you know, and staying inside my area of expertise or what I'm really good at, and then trying to help people. And then the other way I learned to communicate with people is use my own curiosity and probing questions to learn what people want or need and are trying to accomplish and listen, probe for what it is that they're trying to accomplish and understand how I can help them move the ball down the field. You know, asking the right questions, honing in on your listening skills and understanding if and how you can help someone. Listening is, is a key component to communicating, isn't it? It's reaching your, your clients or your staff in a way where you can really uh, build those relationships because you're really listening to what they have to say. I love that. That's, that's great, Greg. Yeah, and listening is and communication is probably the hardest skill to maintain and constantly build that muscle. Everybody wants to talk, but listening is more important. It's a leadership skill, too. Absolutely. Speaking of leaders, you know, you, you started Tryout Consulting Group back in 2006. It's quite a while ago. And you've, you've had uh, to face challenges between now and then. What were the biggest obstacles you faced in launching your own firm? Well, definitely surrounding myself with the right team members and the right clients. It's just finding people who you really, truly enjoy working with. And a lot of times you think of it as in team members and it's okay to think of that way with clients. And you can also think of yourself as buying that relationship. So it's just surrounding yourself with clients and team members that want to have the same aim and want to help get where you're going and you can help get where they're going. That's a real obstacle early on. You're just trying to take on as many clients when you're trying to grow your team you're desperate for help to have someone do something maybe you can't do. And uh, there's a lot of pitfalls if you're not dealing with and surrounding yourself with the right people. And then the other thing is, is, you know, have an aim for tomorrow, next year, three years, but think about 
really what you can do on a daily basis to move that forward and staying in the now. And that, that those are really some of the, the bigger obstacles when we first started. And then of course, I, it's always cash is always an issue uh, when you're growing a business. Um, I've said before, when I have cash, I worry if I'm going to lose it. And when I don't have it, I want to know how I'm going to get it. So those are definitely obstacles to growing a small business. Definitely something uh, you have to keep in mind as you're starting a business. But also, um, I like what you said, uh, it was a very optimistic purview. It's quite contagious. You can see how success has followed you in your business from 2006 until now. But if you could go back in 2006 and give yourself some advice, uh, what would you tell yourself? When you're in business and you're on your own and you inevitably hit some sort of ceiling of complexity or accomplishment, the tendency is to feel like you got to go, you know, you need to go take a different, completely different approach and do something completely different. So really the, the real hardest thing, especially in the commercial real estate industry, it's very niche and you have to be focused. You know, you need to focus either on the geography, a demographic, property type. You have to be somewhat focused or you'll spread too thin. And if I could give myself advice, it'd be picking a niche I enjoy and staying committed to it because you're going to come across obstacles and it's you're going to have to mount up some courage. And most people just quit and go the other direction. There's a book by Seth Godin called The Dip. And uh, it's a very easy read. And he talks about leaning into the dip. And where I've lost the most amount of progress is what's called the, the start doing what's a start stop, where I was going main progress. Maybe I got a challenge I didn't expect. I quit doing something and went over here when if I would have just stayed focused and committed to something I enjoy and confident in, I would have avoided what's called the start stops and leaned into the dip. So that's my biggest advice. And sometimes it's hard to figure out what you're committed to and enjoy. So that's really important as well. It's some self-awareness. How have you stayed motivated through all these years, through the ups and downs and challenges? The market is changing. What keeps you motivated? Well, I really enjoy helping people, getting out there, finding a need, shaking the trees and finding the market of the moment. You know, so again, I don't want to contradict what I said before. Uh, but even in my particular brokerage business, maybe a certain type of buyer isn't a buyer right now and the market is shifting, but there's a different buyer. And that's a nice thing about commercial real estate versus, say, uh, residential. The, a new buyer or a new need may come to the fold. I mean, as long as they're real estate. So I really get excited about helping and finding new opportunities to apply my own unique ability and then the unique process of our company and the systems for helping people get where they want to go with a real estate transaction. Inevitably, if you get out there and shake the trees and don't get, you know, rifled in on too many clients that maybe aren't transacting or don't have a need, always looking for new clients, and you'll find more opportunities to apply what there is. Uh, the other thing is, and right now is a, a perfect time where there's a lot of debt concerns with the interest rates going up and the external or macro economy seems to be, you know, maybe stalled out. But at the end of the day, people and companies have their own economy. And a lot of uh, transactions are driven by what's called the five Ds, death, debt, 
divorce, which could also be a partnership breakup, disability, which also could be old age, meaning they don't really want to transact anymore, or disaster. There's always going to be opportunities to help people as long as there's real estate, and there's been real estate since the beginning of mankind. So that's kind of how I stay optimistic and just every day getting out there, talking to people and trying to see where I can fill a need. In your book, you do credit optimism as one key component to your success. In a cyclical business like commercial real estate, how do you stay optimistic? Well, it's kind of like what I said there. It's just finding a need and then paying attention to progress. Like I said in one of the earlier questions, I stay optimistic by saying, okay, I went out and did this. I attempted to do these couple things today. I talked to this person and I'm seeing there's a need there. It's it's uh, just putting one foot in front of the, the other every day and um, realizing that you'll make progress. Don't freeze in the moment, but, you know, um, invest in your mindsets and get out there and take action. And it's really not that hard. It's when you freeze or don't take action on a daily, weekly basis where you can lose your optimism. And then also, I've kind of learned over the years through the coaching that I get that keeping track of positive progress is really, really important. Well, how do you balance your optimism with practicality? There's there's so many changes going on, as you mentioned, in commercial real estate and uncertainty out there. How do you do that? If you're going to take on sales or running your own business, starting your own gig in anything personally or professionally, you have to have some optimism. So uh, some might say I'm overly optimistic. Well, I'd rather be on the over-optimistic side. But uh, with practicality, you know, the marketplace will, will keep you somewhat realistic. You set your goals and you back your way into what you need to do on a daily basis based on your own ambition and self-discipline of where it is that you want to go. So having an optimistic approach, kind of, you got to have that to overcome things. But then practicality is more about having and sticking to a plan. That's how I do it. Um, One of the mindsets in the broker success formula after coaching and learning based is being ambitious with self-discipline. So that's having the drive and desire to achieve something, but then also having the self-discipline to to make it happen. People a lot of times don't like the the concept of self-discipline, but self-discipline can be a lot of things. It's doing what you say you're going to do, accomplish setting goals, holding yourself accountable, keeping your emotions in check. And that's all those kind of things that are more practical that you balance out with your optimism. And that's that's how I approach my business and in life to a certain extent. Greg, a lot of the messages uh, in your book seem to be transferable to anyone, really, not just someone in commercial real estate, but someone in any area or any profession, right? So if there was a, a key takeaway that you wanted to share with the, the listeners about your book, about the eight mindsets overall, what would that be? The biggest thing is uh, life and business, you know, it's kind of can be somewhat simple on a day-to-day basis, but making progress consistently, personally and professionally in any business and in life, you're going to inevitably hit hurdles. So mastering your mind and investing in your mind is the best way to approach life. And that's 
why it's called Mastering Eight Mindsets to Guarantee Your Success. So I agree with you. It does care. A lot of it does carry over uh, into many facets of business and life. Um, but it's really just investing in the most important real estate, which is six inches between your ears, your mind. Sounds like a uh, a very uplifting and a very powerful book to get people ready for the next uh, the next chapter of commercial real estate and to help them succeed in all of their endeavors. Greg, thank you for joining us and for sharing your story. We wish you the best of luck with your book. And for anyone looking to pick one up, you can find the Broker Success Formula, Mastering Eight Mindsets to Guarantee Your Success in the Real Estate Brokerage Business on Amazon right now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast. Head to SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Join us next month for a new episode of Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast featuring another leading figure in the world of commercial real estate.